0: Good afternoon, morning, or perhaps even evening, ladies, gentlemen, and others, you are listening to Nonfiction Thoughts, hosted by me, the luscious Luigi, and I'm joined by my absolutely stellar co-host, not so subtly raising his chair back up.
1: (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Birdchild, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be with you here right now. That is so
0: fantastic to hear. And now, the obligatory chair lowering. (laughs)
1: Oh, that was clean. Not to flex. That was a very slow one. That was, was very calculated, very pensive. It was perfect, though. It, I I have no doubt. Well, obviously, because it was it was glacial, really. Just the the such a slow sinking.
0: I I think it's. I don't. I didn't like hit it halfway either. I think it's just kind of jammed up.
1: It's just jammed. Yeah. Okay. It interesting. Might need some
0: WD forty or or something to. Relubricate
1: Right, right. Perhaps.
0: But anyway, how have you been this week?
1: I'm gonna be honest. I've been pretty good. That's I've been pretty good. Great to hear, yeah. Today especially. Really, really nice day. Really nice day. I'll tell you I'll tell you how it started. Okay, right? hit me dealer. So didn't have class until later. Thursdays are my later days. I I I need only wake up to attend my one thirty class. Every Sorry. other day it's it's nine, right? It's just like fly that. fishing today, right? No, today is um today is actually fly fishing is Tuesday.
0: Oh, fly fishing's only Tuesday.
1: Only Tuesday. Oh, okay. Thursday, um, would have been scuba had I passed the swim test. Ah, all right. <laughs> um unfortunately not. Instead, um it is my energy in the environment class. Energy in the environment? That is That's correct. That's the one you
0: picked up recently, correct? that is correct. Yes, okay.
1: Indeed and uh, I am absolutely loving it. I am absolutely, absolutely loving it. It's incredible. I uh, use this as sort of my barometer, my notes. I use my notes as a level of engagement to see how much I like the class.
0: From the time he started barometer, he was scrolling through his notes, and he only just stopped. (laughs) Uh,
1: Like, for, for my other classes, it's just, oh, Whatever the teacher's writing on the board, whatever the professor has on the board, you write it down. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty standard, right? Right, right. And you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. However, if it's a more boring class, I might be a little checked out. I might only be writing down very, very important things. Everything else is just sort of going by the wayside. And again, this is to say, it's all, it's all fine regardless. Anyway, moving on. This class, however, just so much, so much stuff. Drawings, you can see, I've color, co- I've color coordinated this. There's, there's a lot of little uh, illustrations. None of my other classes have that. They used to, again, my favorite classes, the classes that I was the most engaged in, they all had little drawings and stuff. They used colors. But then the less engaged I am in a class, the sparser my notes are.
0: Understandable, yeah.
1: Which, which I think is fascinating and just, again, very telling about how much I'm liking this class. But regardless, late, late I, usually I would wake up late on Thursdays, but we had a very rare and very generous extra credit opportunity this class today. Okay. And that was to attend a guest lecturer at the library.
0: Oh, awesome. Earlier, That's, that's like easy points. Right?
1: Earlier in the morning, it was two whole course points, like two full points in the course. As percentage in points. Percentage points. Wow. As in like 92 to 94, like those kind of points. Ooh. And furthermore, those you just get for free. Those are just in your pocket. You show up, you get those. If you engage with a discussion post on our learning management system, you get an additional point. So that's three. So that is like, Dang. Ni- that's like 92 to 95 that is Three.
0: phenomenal.
1: So very nice. Very, very generous of him. Uh, and it was a great lecture. He was obvious our professor, I mean, he was obviously there, as were a few of my classmates, but it was a really, really uh, very interesting lecture. Um, obviously, again, about climate change, climate disinformation, the twenty twenty four election, big oil, sustainability, all that stuff, you know. The, big oil. That classic bread and butter. And uh on the way there, I wake up. I have a nice, relaxed morning. Very atypical. Pretty much only Thursdays that that happens. I get to wake up and just sort of be on my own schedule. And despite that, I still woke up early because usually I'd be like, "Oh, the the lecture's only at noon, right? I can just sleep in until eleven, whatever." Yeah. I still woke up at you know eight or nine, and that was very, very refreshing. Really, really nice. But perhaps my favorite part of this morning. I, I put off leaving, I get dressed, whatever, and I'm like, well, I still have enough time that if I, if I went to the library now, I would be ridiculously early. But I don't have quite so much time as to have a nice, relaxed breakfast. So I have to find something in the middle because I'm pretty hungry. Right. So, I make the very collegiate decision to have a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very wise. Uh, And so I stop by, pick up a slice, and I'm walking, and I feel the sun on my face. Beautiful cool spring air. Very fresh. Very refreshing. You know, I'm still a little ways from the library. I find a nice bench to sit down on. Sit down. I eat my pizza. Absolute bliss. I could go the rest of my life doing nothing but sitting on beautiful park benches and eating pizza. It was (laughs) incredible. And then I finished up. I, you know, had my napkin, got a little hand sanitizer, cleaned up, folded everything up, put it away, went to the lecture, belly full of a nice slice of pizza. Oh my God. It was, I couldn't have asked for anything more.
0: What a wonderful start to the day. Truly blissful.
1: Absolutely blessed start to the day. Squirrels came up to me. It was it was it was wonderful.
0: <laughs> they start singing and all too. <laughs> yeah, honestly.
1: <laughs> that's about where this would go. I think if I make that a habit, yeah, I would I would probably get sung to by these animals. <laughs> they
0: they'd eat the pepperoni out of your hands. <laughs> yeah. and-
1: speaking of which, the other day it was unseasonably warm. Like it, it's been it's been in the twenties, and then sometime last week or so, it was like 60, 55 or something like that.
0: Seems like it's going to be like that for the next like week or so. Yeah,
1: it was really, really unseasonably warm. And I noticed the wildlife. I say wildlife. It's a college campus. It's not exactly wildlife. But the life, the non-human life, I'll say.
0: The squirrels and rabbits. The and-
1: non-human life was, was electric. It was absolutely electric. I remember walking this particular stretch, one of my favorite stretches of all of campus. Lots of trees, really pretty. And I look on the ground. And for the first time ever, there are more red-breasted robins than I can count. Like at least 30. Ridiculous. Ridiculous wow. numbers. Ridiculous numbers. Look at all those chickens. Yeah. And then the squirrels too. There are probably like six or seven. Probably half a dozen or uh, more.
0: That's pretty standard around these parts. Well,
1: yes. But for, for going through a dry spell, you could say, yeah, no squirrels. And okay, then all fair of a sudden, yeah, boom, yeah. now there are so many. It was it was wonderful, really. They weren't exactly singing a ton, but oh well. Also, have you heard, I'm sure obviously you have, the book Silent Spring by Rachel Carson? Yes, sort of yes I have. Sort of kicked off the environmental movement of the 70s. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we talked a lot about that in this Energy in the Environment class, a okay. surprise to no one. In fact, a professor brought his his copy today and passed it around for us. It was a little strange. He gave it to the kid in the front row and he like looked around. He's like, well, "What am I supposed to do with this? Like, should I just read it? Like, what's going on?" Read the whole book yeah. right now and pass it and to, then the, guy pass next it to year. the person. behind <laughs> it, you know? uh, He was a little confused, but we would just read like the liner notes or whatever, and uh, just I don't know, flip through it. It was it was actually illustrated. It had really pretty pointillism illustrations of like wildlife and stuff. It was quite quite nice, but pass it around. So it's funny I say this because I actually. Held a physical copy of *Silent Spring* in my hands just a few hours ago, but regardless, I never knew where the name *Silent Spring* came from. Isn't it from
0: the like the location where the birds were dying or, yes. or something like that? Yeah, yes. it, was, so, it was like *Silent Spring*, some state. I forget which one.
1: Because actually, close but not quite. But I like your way of thinking. Dang. Uh it was so, or maybe I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but just from from the cursory. What it, what he explained in class. So obviously, Silent Spring about DDT pesticide being used widespread and negatively affecting avian populations. It would eff, it would make eggshells too thin so that when birds went to nest, they would crush the eggs and destroy the bird populations. Very sad. And so Rachel Carson describes the spring, and usually she hears all. She goes there, she hears all the birds. It's wonderful. But then you know she shows up. At one point, and it's silent. There are no bird song. There's no bird song, no birds, because they're all dead. Isn't that? Why, why are you looking at me like you just told a joke? It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you just told that like it was the punchline of a joke. And that's absolutely horrible.
1: <laughs> that reminds me of Norm MacDonald. <laughs> it's a very Norm MacDonald esque thing to do. He, he goes, my doctor, he told me he told me you need to lose weight or you're going to die. <laughs> and some and one of his friends goes, "That's not funny." And he goes, "It wasn't supposed to be. He's my doctor, not a comedian." <laughs> my cardiologist. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so that's quite tragic. But anyway, bird song. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was very nice the other day to to engage with the birds. Yeah.
0: I think one of my favorite things was one time in one of my classes a quote birder came in a to talk, yeah a birder to wow. talk about like the environment and the birds and all because right. was an environmental class mm-hmm. and he was like yeah the birds make all these wonderful sounds and nice <laughs> calls in the morning they really they just make life so much more beautiful and interesting and i was like Absolutely. yeah you know what fair enough 100 percent. that's a vibe so i went out one morning to hear listen to the animals i was like "Yeah, hey, you know, let me listen for the birds that are <laughs> around and uh, I hear these like these couple chirps and some funky noises, thinking like, "Oh, that's a, a weird bird." Mm-hmm. Like, a, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." Was it a squirrel? <laughs> that's weird. And then all of a sudden, I, I look up into the tree trying to find that bird. <laughs> and mind you, this was like half the noises
1: outside. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I look up and I see a squirrel on its yeah. hind legs. And every time it makes that, right? Its head like shoots forward a little yeah. bit, and I'm yeah. like.
1: That's a squirrel. <laughs> are you
0: sure you weren't mistaking the sounds for, for squirrels and not birds? Because yeah. they're they're
1: strikingly similar. Yeah, that's funny. I yeah, I didn't really realize until I came I, until I came here that squirrels make very interesting noises and lots of them. Lots of them too. They're quite noisy little critters, for sure.
0: You, you think they're like silent?
1: But yeah. No. They're, no. They're they they're, they're loud. Quite vocal. Quite boisterous. But I, I guess that adds to their charm. You could say
0: are odd animals
1: they are odd but i'll tell you what though a nice morning dove are you familiar with that call i'm not let me see if i can pull it up i, I don't call
0: myself a birder in oh, any yes. sense of the word
1: <laughs> bit of an amateur ornithologist
0: oh i mean aside from the bird children oh <laughs> yes yes
1: obviously we uh Something else I never realized until recently, that the morning dove, I thought, oh, like you hear it in the morning, right? Yeah. You wake up to it. But no, it is a morning dove with a U,
0: as oh. in morning death. And ah. I never
1: knew that until also pretty recently. Love homophones. Yeah. But again, I feel like that's an even trickier one, because again, most people hear the morning dove in the morning, so. You're kind of. Uh, I might as well rename it at this <laughs> point. Uh, I, I'm a little scared to try to play with fire and pull up the call here because I'm seeing on YouTube like this one video that's like 11 minutes long. Like I don't want. I just want the average burger video, just like 10 seconds of bird call. But then also it's the there's the risk of an ad too. So whatever. But Maybe, maybe if I pull it up at some point,
0: yeah, like the the Big Mac commercial for the bird
1: calling. Wow, wow, that's a strangely
0: industrialized bird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not familiar with this.
0: No, no, I'm hypothetically speaking. Oh, you gotta oh. pull up the bird call. Oh,
1: oh, thing. that makes they, more yeah. <laughs> sense. That was a really, I like that. That was a really good show. <laughs> it's a very industrialized bird. <laughs> Like a Mockingjay or something. Like, wow, that sounds just like a Burger King ad. <laughs> whopper, 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 whopper. Wow, they're quite melodic.
0: <laughs> I went home one weekend to go talk to my little cousin, Emu, mm-hmm. who listens to this show now, which still kind of boggles my mind. But she was singing that, and I was like, What? <laughs> You you know that and she goes, Oh yeah, everyone's singing it at school. And I was like, Oh, I guess that's
1: one of the Gen Alpha humor.
0: It's one of the yeah, the like the Gen Gen Alpha alpha memes. You know? Oh, it's
1: scary. Kinda whack. Scary stuff. Okay. I I, I'm not sure how how well this is gonna pick up. That's what that sound is. I want you to be able to hear it, but I also want the mic to hear it. So maybe I'll just put it in sideways. Oh well. But regardless, it's that nice sort of that nostalgic. For people our age, we consider it nostalgic. I don't know if that extends to other generations, but I know for a fact from what I've seen online, people our age associate that sound with nostalgia.
0: I wonder why that is. Mm-hmm. There, care to elaborate? Do you have any theories?
1: No, no idea. None whatsoever. I, I mean,
0: I, I haven't personally thought of that as nostalgia, except maybe like, oh, I just want to go outside. You know what I mean? Right. But other than that, I'm not really sure. I guess. I, I think I've heard that call in the uh, POV, like it's the mid two thousands, and it's exactly, like the,
1: exactly, you
0: know, like the sandpit, yeah, in the game, all our
1: old, like those the swing, set. Mr. Scent Marker, Mr. Sketch, yeah, 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 smelly yeah, yeah, yeah. markers, like mm-hmm. all the things of our of our earlier childhood. Uh, there was one time we played consoles. outside for the
0: last time, exactly.
1: That that okay, that, that, that is my working theory. Bit. That's my working theory is that when we were kids, we would go outside. We would wake up for school, go outside, ride the bus, go to school, recess, go to the playground, right? And then seemingly overnight, I'm sure it wasn't, but seemingly, apparently overnight, all that just stopped. And we slept in late, and we stayed inside. I think it was, its you know, the internet, right? The yeah, internet, yeah. social media, we're all on our phones now, we're all on just YouTube and we're not actually going outside or hanging out with our friends, walking, walking through the neighborhood to go to our friend's house. We're just, you know, hopping on a discord call and playing something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like,
1: I think it's that transition. And right. Remember it because that bird associated with going outside and being active and this older way of life, so to speak. Yeah. Because it, cause it okay. was like, again, I hate to sound like a boomer, but it was a different way of life. Yeah. Well, and for us, we're at a We're at a very interesting place on the timeline of of humanity, such that for us, it's not just a different way of life because it is, but it separates for the most part our childhood and our adolescence or our adulthood, yeah, it does because that line falls pretty much right there for people our age, yeah, which is scary <laughs> very, is very scary because yeah. like if you're you know thirty thirty five you've never used a computer, and then. Seemingly overnight, the whole world is online. Like, sure, that's that's a big change. And that obviously manifests itself in a lot of ways, but you're an adult. You've you are a full-fledged adult at this point. And again, if you're Gen Alpha and you're born into this world, this world that is already existing, that's all you know. But we're at a very strange place because our very early early childhoods were still sort of pre- Everyone has a f- smartphone. Everyone is online. Everything is YouTube. Everything is Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, yeah, yeah, Snapchat. Yeah. Like, obviously, we were born after the internet. Certainly, but like, websites existed. Websites were up when I was born. Yeah, but it was it before wasn't it ubiquitous. all took hold of everything. It wasn't ubiquitous. Yeah, and it's as we become teenagers, adolescents, and start like actually developing a conscious mind and a personality, and like all these things, that's the time that all these things just became ubiquitous. Yeah. And when, like, everything online exploded. Again, yeah. mm-hmm. not exactly the dot-com bubble or something like that, or the invention, not the invention, but the creation of Google or Microsoft or Macintosh.
0: We're not that old.
1: We're not that old. <laughs> but in my opinion, a more almost dangerous, is like, all those other things like oh MS DOS and like Word processor and like Windows nineteen ninety nine, like that all is rather innocuous. It's a it's fairly uh fairly inert, but then Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, that stuff, in my opinion, is a lot more dangerous. And so I think it's a different shift. Like it's a like sure. Yeah, it's, it's a, we, there's there,
0: a difference in the way that we use Yes. Websites versus social media. Absolutely. And I make that distinction because their function is so different, even though they really may not be all that far apart. Big big
1: difference between productivity software and the creation of the Microsoft suite of office products and TikTok. Yeah. Very, 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 very different. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it was that ubiquity of social media as opposed to the ubiquity of modern computing and the internet. It was Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting yeah
0: even when we were little though like the internet was that was special yeah like, yeah yeah. my dad had a desktop in his like closet converted office mm-hmm. when we were little and me and my best friend at the time we would we'd go into my dad's back room and my dad <laughs> would get mad every time we left because he was left-handed and we moved the mouse always to the right <laughs> side <laughs> but we would go on like new grounds. And we really shouldn't have been on Newgrounds at the time and like watch like the stupid videos <laughs> yeah. there. Or we'd go yeah. and play like Lucky Tower or like other right. like stupid flash games on cool math games. And it was like, dude, maybe we can beat it. Yeah. And then we'd move to like YouTube and watch Smosh.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, you know, then we'd go outside.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Right. And we'd pick because... up like sticks and go fight with them. Or exactly,
1: whatever. because that's all so innocuous. Like flash games, whatever, Newgrounds, goofy, like. Old, old YouTube, like back when they still had like stars rating, like the star. Yeah, rating. I remember that. Not, yep. not the thumbs, but the stars. And, mm-hmm. and when every channel had, uh, its own like banner, its own like art. Do you remember that? Because now had every its own art. every channel, all it has is the banner. That's all you can customize. But way, 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 way back in the old days of YouTube, they could customize the whole page, including the margins on the side.
0: I don't remember that much, but I guess it's probably a holdover from like MySpace or something. Yeah, Because I know MySpace, you could do a lot of that as well. Right, that Which is still active, by the way. Really? Yeah, MySpace is still up and active. You can still get a MySpace account. That is hilarious. I'm pretty sure. Don't take my word for it. (laughs) I haven't checked in about a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. very funny. But
0: (laughs) Non-fiction MySpace page.
1: (laughs) Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that level of, or that era of YouTube where it's all just people because in that era of youtube you you couldn't make money from that not anything significant and if you did mm-hmm. it would just be like you would you would just be signing a contract selling your soul away to like another larger channel like machinima or something i'm sure you remember yeah those i remember days machinima like machinima would outsource the talent they would pay creators and that's how you would monetize is you would just get a, it was like, a, it was like a record label or something.
0: I can't remember when they started ads on YouTube. I think, I want to say it was 2011, but I don't remember.
1: And then once they start ads, yeah. then people, it just turns into clickbait. It's just people trying their best to squeeze as, as many pennies as they can out of every video. Just that's when it just all went down the drain because before that it was just.
0: I wouldn't say it went down the drain. But...
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair the, the,
0: the content changed.
1: The content chain. It's not that... Market shift. Market shift.
0: I don't think that the content got worse necessarily. I think in a lot of ways, the production values got much better than they, they were beforehand because it was possible to make... Money.
1: I'm going to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to say they went two ways. I, th- I think things went two ways. The way you're referring to, yes, a lot more effort, a lot higher production value. Yeah. Great. Wonderful celebrate those things and then the other direction it just turns into slop just shoveling 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 slop to get as many clicks as they possibly can
0: i murdered my friend prank gone (laughs) wrong gone
1: sexual oh that style where it's like the whole thing is they're talking
0: really really loud Uh, guys i can't believe this like all right guys don't forget to like subscribe and comment smash that like button shut
1: up quiet down. You do not need to be talking that loud. Oh, it's it's outrageous, in my humble opinion. But before that, it was just people, passionate people, uploading videos that they wanted to share with the world. That's it. If yeah. they thought it was funny, if they worked really hard on it, they thought it was interesting, they just put that up. But now it's like, I need to make $100,000 from this next video. I'm going to like, as many bright neon colors and loud noises and big bright red arrows and circles and shocked faces in the thumbnail as I possibly can. <laughs> Explosions, air horns. Guys, hit that like but Like, oh, oh, it's awful. But again, I absolutely see your point. The other direction, we get incredible things like, I don't know, Tom Scott or Veritasium or Vsauce, like these incredible educators and these passionate. People who, again, are still doing incredible things and thankfully making money from it. They've they've turned this into their occupation. There are a lot of people who use YouTube as their their full time job. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, more power to them. But there are also people who do that. But the content they create is, in, in my humble opinion, not the best, not the most palatable.
0: Objectively, in your opinion. <laughs>
1: It's a little disgusting.
0: Yeah, it's like everything. I mean, it's not this like TV didn't right. have You're bad right. shows because there are a lot of bad shows. You are
1: absolutely right.
0: Just like there's trash movies and I'm sure there were trash audio dramas as well. Yeah. I'm actually really curious about this. I'd like to check them out. But
1: You, you raise a very fair point. I do see that.
0: So when you were a weed lad yes. on the internet, did you have the neighbor that you would just walk up to, be, knock on the door and be like, hey. Little Johnny home. Right. I want to play with him. Like, yeah. Like, did you, did you have that? Because I, I not, have one neighbor. We still do that.
1: I did not have that because unfortunately when I was growing up in my neighborhood, there was no one. There were no children. Oh. I had a small neighborhood, not at all close knit, maybe 13, 14 houses. And pretty much everyone was over the age of 50 except for me and my brother. Of course, my brother is six years older than me. There was one neighbor who was about my brother's age, and then he moved away. Dang, that's... Also, okay. when you say a wee lad on the internet, I don't really think I was a wee, just to bring it back, I don't think I ever was a wee lad on the internet. When I was a wee lad, I, I could maybe use a computer, but it was like that family desktop, that classic 1999 beige tower, yep. big, huge monitor. Uh dunk, 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 like a fishbowl inside, and it 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 probably ran Windows Vista if I had to guess, or 1999 or Windows 99. Um, and the only thing I would ever do on there, the only thing I knew how to do, uh, is two things. One, open up MS Paint and just scribble, yo, just scribbles, nothing else, just scribbles. Actually, did I say two things? I should say three. Okay. The second is <laughs> on the desktop, dragging and dropping boxes. Just like highlight <laughs> to select something, highlight. I could be entertained but for hours by riveting that. gameplay. Absolutely riveting. Just click, start a box, drag and drop, and then the box goes away. <laughs> oh, recycling bin, my computer, files, some, you know, Internet Explorer, whatever, drag over them. Oh. They've been selected. Click off you. of them. Oh, they're not selected anymore. That, that was my jam. That gives like pops from regular show energy. Yeah. <laughs> good show.
0: Ooh. Jolly good
1: show. And then the third thing, and this was actually, I, I don't really remember this that much, and I'm, I'm only remembering it myself in saying this, is I had some games for the PC. On, like, a CD on a compact disc. And it I like would put putt. No, I would open up the disk drive, put the CD in, close it, and then on the desktop would appear, like, Arthur, Scooby Doo, uh, the maybe the Bernstein Bears, even Yo. like early, early 2000s computer game.
0: I remember those, which
1: is weird. Re- like, they were rarely ever more than point-and-click adventure. Rarely. Yeah. It was usually just like point-and-click mysteries, especially for Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then just really simple. I don't know. It was just interesting. And then eventually as I got older, we eventually connected to the internet, still on the family computer or maybe one of my, probably my mom's, PBS Kids Go, like the website. Okay. They hosted Flash games for all of like their, the shows, like Word Girl, uh, Curious George, Electric Company, all those shows. They had all had, the Flash games up they there. They had video yeah. games for them, and mm-hmm. those were a blast too. Wild Kratz, those were awesome.
0: I did that too, but it was on Cartoon Network yeah, yeah, with all right? the Cartoon Network shows. Similar, exa- yeah.
1: exact same format. Everything, exact everything same had format.
0: the tie-in, every channel. Nickelodeon had it too. Yep, and-
1: exact same format. Yep. And then, also, I looked to my older brother, and of course, he is six years older than me. At, at all points, that's how age works. Shocking, I know. Hope we you were <laughs> sitting down for that one. He has always been six years older than me, always will be. Um, he would play on sites like Armor Games. Or not Doppler.
0: Yeah, and so my brother did the same thing. I
1: would I would get those from them, and they were like you know shoot 'em up zombie games, all this gore, stick men dying, whatever. And so that was into the more you know quote unquote serious. Again, they were it was mostly fart jokes for thirteen year old boys, and like as I don't even know how old I would be at this point, but whatever. It's like oh you know it's so mature. It's for like seventeen year olds. You know it's It's like rock and roll poop jokes as opposed to like kids show fart jokes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. You've gone from
0: farts to poops. (laughs)
1: Right. It was firming up a lot. Uh, So, yeah, that was. Changing states
0: of matter, if you will.
1: (laughs) That was sort of my. I don't know. I know that was a tangent. I apologize. You clearly were going some direction and I sort of steered it away from that. But why do you ask if I had a neighbor that I consistently would. uh, ask for
0: it just for me that was like a core part of of being a young boy right being, when i would right. go outside it'd be like all right well my friend can't come over because he's busy today or whatever or hey you know what i want to go talk to Brosef next door so i just run up to Brosef's house and knock up on his door yeah and we'd come out and we'd hang out for a couple hours that makes sense you know whatever and there were there were a couple of people like that in the neighborhood who i would go knock up for but um yeah, it's just like something of a lost art nowadays. I feel like yes, the the absolutely. art of the knock up. It's like that came out wrong. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe rephrase that.
0: The art of knocking up on somebody's door.
1: <laughs> I will and just say being no. like,
0: hey, want to hang out? You know what I mean.
1: As much as I agree with that, I think once you get to college, you there is another shift. There's definitely another shift. I think, like later high school, upperclassman high school dead absolutely dead art that never happens yeah in my, in my experience obviously everyone's different obviously
0: i had the one friend who had been friends with my whole life mm-hmm. we, we would do that but nobody else
1: but once you get to college especially freshman year don't know anybody trying to know everybody you're in a dorm you're all framed together i think the art of just knocking on someone's dorm door because you live in the same building like there are plenty of friends I can go knock on their door. The only way I have to traverse is inside, like through stairs. Like I'm it's yeah, not yeah. like I'm mm-hmm. going outside and trying to get someone across the street or whatever. I'm just going down two flights of stairs and then that's they're right there. So I, right. I I do think it becomes a lot easier once you're in college. And again, apartments even if you're still living off if you're living off campus or what have you. But I think that there, there's definitely a draw to sort of return to your roots you know there's yeah. always there's always that draw towards childhood
0: i would agree i that's not one of the that's not the only thing that i think gets easier in college yeah like you remember in high school you'd have to go to the bathroom
1: you oh, had to God. ask
0: oh God. like excuse me teacher i have to poop <laughs> like yeah obviously not like that but <laughs> the entire class would yeah. know. like yo this I got. I got to go. This
1: guy's got to drop a log. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Why yeah. do you need to announce that?
0: It, I think it was even worse if you ever had like a nosebleed or something in class. It was like, oh, mm. uh, you got to run the tissues. Looking at Everyone's you. looking at you. You got like blood running down your arm, and then you put the tissues on your nose, and it's like, oh, well, now what do I do? Yeah, the teacher just has there. to send you to the nurse, yeah, because you're bleeding, and like and it's, it's a like,
1: biohazard and it's gross.
0: Yeah, and it's like, can I just? teach like like it's all contained myself yeah like why do i what nobody not everybody has to know <laughs> and I, I thought about that again because yesterday i was in class and i rubbed my nose and i, I got a nosebleed mm. and i was like i felt it coming on i was like you know I right. went to wipe my nose and i was like oh that's blood yeah uh-oh and i just got up i went to the bathroom and took care of it <laughs> totally fine i came Blah? back nothing happened exactly it was totally like i was like but yeah, I guess this isn't high school. It's not like a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Like the teacher's not up in arms like, oh, my God. Go to the nurse. No, go to the nurse. Calling them on What's the phone. What's wrong? What's going on? Yeah. Like, obviously, I have a nosebleed. <laughs> but it was just like. Just so much. Nobody asked questions. Yeah. The professor didn't stop. I just went in about my business. I took care yeah, of it complete. and came back. And It was fine.
1: Yeah. In my uh, in my matrices class, there's this one kid who sits in front of me and Every day, like clockwork, the class ends at 9.55, right? That's when the class ends. Yeah, yeah. And usually our instructor, he lets us go a few minutes early because, you know, if, there's, if we get done everything we need to and there's not enough time to start new material, it's like, okay, well, whatever. It's two minutes. just, just That's all for today. But every day, this kid gets up at 9.45, a full 10 minutes before class is over, and he just leaves. And, like, in high school, like, are you are you insane? You're cutting class? What? And yeah. then like people don't show up to class. I mean, that, I don't know. That's a different topic. That's, a, that's very yeah. different.
0: I, at the end of the day, it's like up to you though. Right, but that it's still the at it's the like crux. Can... It's
1: up to you. Like you can do whatever you, there, there are some kids, <laughs> one of my friends, it might've been you, honestly. One of my friends told me about this one guy every day. It was a hard class too. It was like physics or some high level math. Every day this guy walks in, sits in the front row, and like, guess there, you know, five minutes. Do you, <laughs> yeah. you know where this is yeah, going?
0: Yeah, I, I think I did tell you this. Yeah, yeah it, was, yeah, it was my friend.
1: Front row, like, but guess there, you know, five, ten minutes before class, whatever. Like a good student does. Finds their seat, sets up, gets all their materials out on the, on the little fold-out desks that come out of the arms. Yep. And before class even starts, <laughs> just is <just> out. <laughs> head back, head on the, head on the. All the, the way. Head all the way back. Adam's apple pointed to the sky, <laughs> <just> <laughs> out cold for the whole class. Like, and you can do that. <laughs> no one's yeah, gonna like, stop you. Like, sure, it's extremely disrespectful, and at that point, you should probably just not show up to class if you're doing that. Yeah, but
0: I would that's, try to wake him up subtly too. I'd be like, "Yo, dude, wake up, wake up." Yeah. would be like, "Huh? Huh? Yeah." Oh, sorry, dude. I was up till like 3 a.m. Man, mm-hmm. I got so effed up, man. I drank yeah. so much, and I'm like. Dude, stand awake. you're in the third row. Yeah. Like from the back. He can he made eye contact with
1: you. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah,
0: it's fine.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of someone else though, because I know for a fact that this kid was absolutely front row. Front row dead center. Which is hilarious. I, mean, I,
0: I it's probably not maybe isolated. Was, I'm sure more than, than one person has isolated. done but I that know that's that's one of my go-to stories.
1: Probably that. a common occurrence, which is a little unfortunate. Yeah. But no, just just Things like that you can you can do whatever you want it's uh it's like those uh discovering you have free will. <laughs> it's like you, you can do whatever you want. nothing is stopping yeah, you, you know one of my favorite ones of that is this older gentleman, not old, um, but you know clearly he probably at the age where he would have grown kids, probably lives alone and he's going outside he's, he's just in his regular. Average suburban house, mm-hmm. you know, something, critics of something, <laughs> the mm-hmm. type of person who really enjoys the flaunting the concept of free will and being like, oh, you're such a sheep, the type of lifestyle that they would detest, you know? Sure, sure, or, sure. Like, neighborhoods, as far as the eye can see, carbon copies of the same house, that kind of lifestyle, right? Yeah. You work, you have kids. They move out, they go to college, get four-year degrees, you retire, whatever. That very cookie-cutter sort of lifestyle. This guy, he goes outside, and it's, not, it's a nice cold morning. Lots of snow on the ground. And he's like, we had an ice storm yesterday. Let's see how slippery the driveway is. And he, he gets on his belly, or I think it was his back, and he just slides down the driveway like a penguin. What? Like, he just, he just, you know... No sled, he just, wee <laughs> Just like a kid. I'm pretty sure he even said we, And like, he giggled all the way down. And what it was adorable. Like, you could, nothing is stopping you from just doing that. Besides, you know, obviously the social pressure that says you can't do that.
0: I'm a big advocate of doing things like that. Just
1: being goofy and whimsical. Like, if I'm walking and there's a curb that is significantly higher than the ground that I am walking on, Almost 10 times out of 10, I will say nine to, I will say 98 times out of 100, I will get up on that curb and walk it like a balance beam. Yeah, why not? And that brings me so much joy, you know?
0: Who are you to stop me? <laughs>
1: if I want to have a <laughs> swim in my bin on the hottest day we've ever had in England, that's another, similarly, classic.
0: Well, okay. There's a difference between walking on the edge of a beam... I guess. And, being, and taking a swim in, in your, your trash bin. Okay, like, maybe. That's just gross. That
1: is, that is pretty gross. And also being really obnoxious about it. <laughs> However, uh, sort of the same similar-ish ways of thinking. Yeah. Is like, no, that's ridiculous. There, there's two extremes.
0: There's two ways yeah. to take that.
1: <laughs> there's doing... Doing hopscotch on the sidewalk tiles, or like you you go through a building and they have these foot by foot tiles on the floor, yeah, and just doing a little hopscotch yeah, versus like you know hosing yourself down naked in your front yard. <laughs> it, it's a it, two different two different flavors, definitely, but same sort of origin of thought, right? Ish, maybe I don't know. The
0: one thing. That I think is universal, though, in all schools, the bathrooms are always just terrible. (laughs) Like they're always like, "Yo, which bathroom is the best one to poop?" Which one's the best to pee? Because they're all different. I was just about
1: to say, I was. You read my mind. I don't think it's that all the bathrooms are bad. It's that I think all the bathrooms have such unique characters, and it's like, oh, I need to do this. Which bathroom should I go to for that? I don't want to go here because it's at this time of day, and that means this. I don't want to go there because it's this. I should probably go there, but it's a little far, so instead I'll compromise. I'll go here. You know, like, yeah. It's like,
0: ah, oh, you get, get the right, the bathroom right. There's one bath, my go-to bathroom in this building, right? It's a couple <laughs> floors up, so nobody's yeah. there.
1: I think, I think it's the same one that I'm thinking
0: of. Yeah. I would never go there if it was ever more crowded ever because there's two urinals and one stall Mm -hmm. and the urinals are straight up seats. Like they are Mm -hmm. big enough that you could sit on it (laughs) and there is enough. There's like, it's not just like a little bit of water in the bottom. It's Mm -hmm. a whole bowl. Yeah. Like you could, you could poop in this urinal. I don't know why you would, but they're also right next to the sink in a line. Wait right next to the sink is and right next to each other no divider
1: is this bathroom does this one have a sink in the stall
0: actually it might yeah.
1: yeah yeah i think it does this that's the only i i put it i was like i was telling my friends about this i was like this is ridiculous i've never seen a bathroom where in the stall there is a sink and some of my some people responded and they were like no what are you talking about that 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 happens all the time in women's bathrooms like, that's that's a pretty common occurrence. And I'm pretty sure they were messing with me. I'm almost positive they were just messing with me. But I have no way of knowing, which is unfortunate. But, I hate to interrupt. Continue, please.
0: But, yeah, like, the two urinals are right next to each other. No divider in between. So, and, and it's not like it's even like the, the urinal itself comes out to cover you on the sides mm-hmm. because it's so long and the like the mouth yeah, is yeah. so incredibly long. <laughs> like quagmire <you're> just, toilet. <laughs> yeah, you're just relieving yourself. And if somebody else comes in, decides to use the urinal next to you, there is no protection. You
1: are just <laughs> two dudes
0: a, hanging out.
1: At least it's not a trough. You've, Honestly, you've used the troughs before, I, right? Like
0: I have, yeah. But I don't know. I think this is arguably worse. It's, Fair enough.
1: Cause like it's it, probably dead silent in there. Yeah,
0: it, there, nothing else is going on. Like it's not. Like yeah, it's, it's not normal. like it's, it's busy
1: like, and there's seven other guys in there. It's yeah. just the two of you. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I see your point.
0: So like, like you know, you're going on the like you have to angle yourself <laughs> towards the wall. Yeah, and if somebody else comes in, they have to do the same. Mm-hmm. But if the guy that's in front of you turns around, they just have an eye full of you. Right, and it's like. There's enough room for a divider in between these two. It would solve all of the problems.
1: Yeah. I am not a fan of dividerless urinals. Um, there's, one, there's one bathroom in one academic building. It's, it's got this wall full of urinals. And whenever I see anyone there, the, there's always, if any of the urinals are occupied, there's a 100% chance that one of them is the corner one. And what happens is because there are no dividers as well, the poor, the poor soul who is using the urinal always will choose. The first choice is always the one in the corner, mm-hmm. and he will orient himself, shoulders to the opposing wall, so that he is di- perfectly forty-five degrees with the urinal diagonally in the corner.
0: Right. Yeah, so you get some cover.
1: Right, right. But I don't know. It's 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 goofy. But anyway, back to your original original point is that I feel like. That that is the same with very many sort of public use assets like bathrooms, water fountains. Now that we're in college, now that we have moved from uber suburban, uh, potentially rural, to now a college campus, bus stops, stuff like that. Uh, just any like public resource, you get a sense for them. You're like, oh, this one's good this one's bad, these ones are all right. Like they all have their own unique flavor to them, which I think is really interesting. Like one of my favorite things to do in high school was like, yo guys, which water fountain is the best? Like third floor science hallway, oh, can't be beat. (laughs) And someone was like, you know, and then you have the discussions like, oh sure, science hallway, water fountain, great temperature, but this, you know, social studies water fountain, immaculate water pressure. And like, (laughs) you just have these dialogues. I love that. Like, oh yeah, great pressure, really good temperature. Because it's amazing how consistent it is. Like you go yeah. to, the, you go to the, all these water fountains and day after day after day after day, years, like we, we, we went to high school for four years, the water fountains, the pressure and the temperature in some of them did not change. It's incredible how this water fountain is warm, but it's got great pressure. This one is nice and cold, but it's got bad pressure. Like it's incredible how consistent that is. And when then you always have and to then remember the when, one when where the one you,
0: kid just full on mouths the water fountain.
1: Oh now I I think that's just you on this one. No? I think that's just you.
0: There were there were several in high school I caught people just mouth straight on the opening of the water fountain. Really? And I'd be like,
1: that's not, not how getting a drink there. Not how you're supposed to do it. That is well, that is not correct. I almost I was gonna say so. I I will say, I have never seen that before in my life. really? Thankfully. however, you are so lucky. I actually disagree, because now I don't know which ones are those and which ones aren't. Like, I'm just blissfully, I was at least blissfully ignorant up until this point, but no longer, I suppose. There
0: was, it was especially bad in elementary school, obviously, because they were kids, but some people still did it in high school. I have a very distinct memory of one kid just full on making out with one of the water fountains. Mm, and mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the other hallway now. So <laughs> the little differences make it interesting. But the problem is, at least when it's a bathroom, you can never have your cake and eat it. Too, so yeah, so. That's, like, well, that's for sure. I guess the whole world is about to know that I'm, you know, I got to use... I got to poop because <laughs> I'm using this bathroom and not the other. one. Yeah. But I guess this is the way of of things.
2: That that it is.
0: So. Well, oh, uh, last thing. Oh, yes. An update from,
1: from last time.
0: Yes. Uh, before we close out here. So I did remember that I actually did play a game in which... Several characters die very early on, and then you spend a hefty chunk of the game in a flashback with those characters in an attempt to make them ca- make you care about them. Mm. I don't remember how well it does it. <laughs> I'll be honest because I haven't played The Last of Us Two since it came out. All the way through, I'm in the process of doing it, playing it again. But
1: okay, care to share the name?
2: Just sort of basics
0: um yeah all right well i mean it, it's kind of it's an older game at this point everybody knows anyway but okay basically there's there's two halves of this game you play as two different characters from two different factions okay and the whole point is that one character from one of the factions goes and kills the characters in the other faction i see and so once you get to the end of the first character's faction you then switch to the other side, mm. and you play back everything that you did
1: okay. on the other side, but this time
0: from the other point of view. That's clever. And you get to know all of those people a little bit more than just, I killed them.
1: Mm. You yeah. know what
0: I mean? They, they get humanized a little bit more.
1: That's that's interesting. I like that.
0: To what? the degree it worked, I don't remember. What's it called? It's The Last of Us 2.
1: Oh. Yeah. Bit of a famous game.
0: I Yeah, I can't believe I forgot
1: yeah. that that <laughs>
0: game does that. Not not exactly in the way I was thinking about, but effectively, Still, yeah,
1: right, yeah. Ah, uh, that sounds like that sounds like a concept that's difficult to execute poorly. That sounds like a very good concept that I think, given the weight behind the studio and the prowess of the series, I feel like is probably done very well. I could be wrong.
0: The Last of Us Two is very hotly contested. Ah. In the in the story department. Ah. A lot of people have their their opinions and their takes. Mm-hmm. I'm somewhere in the middle.
1: Okay. And you said you're but replaying
0: it now. I am replaying it now, okay. but it's in Spanish, so I'm probably not going to get the the <laughs> level of depth that I'm going to get from right. playing it in English.
1: Uh, are you playing it in Spanish because you want to get better at Spanish, or is that a requirement for the class or something?
0: I wish it was a requirement for the class. That would
1: be pretty cool. Now it's just.
0: Just to get better, really. Just, just kind of get used to it. No, that makes hear sense. It more. I, I started doing that years ago. Yeah. Just because I was like, oh, well, I know this game pretty well and it's pretty story heavy, so just play it in Spanish.
1: Yeah. yeah I've already right played now. it like four times, so. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. But I think with that, we'll have to wrap up for today.
1: Unfortunate. Just about out of time.
0: So thank you all for listening. We greatly, greatly appreciate Very it. Very much so. Every time. As always. Be sure to check us out on the Instagram at nficthoughts underscore podcast. Once again, that's nficthoughts underscore podcast. I put a lot of work into the little previews and teasers (laughs) uh, into the episodes that you're going to get a little peek into. Perhaps some adaptations, if you will, using what we say.
1: Mm, I like that.
0: You know, some updates, things to come. Follow us there. We'd really appreciate it. And with that, have a happy, healthy rest of your day.
1: Make it as good as you can make it.
2: Doodles.